my mom on a day with a porn star, but... How's it going, everyone? So, this is going to be the last... <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's not going to be the last episode. This is just going to be the last pre-rolls. Like, this show is just getting started. If you've been following me on social media, you have would know that I just got affiliated with ouchthathurts.com. There's going to be little promo clips and things like You'll hear that at the end of this. But from now on, there's going to be like little mid-rolls just after my guests have finished and just before the stories and the games so no interruptions of my guests just you, so you'll you'll get that <laughs> so yeah it's there's a lot like i said there's a lot happening in the background and that's one of them my affiliation on top of that reaction cast my uh television movie podcast just kickstarted again so if you if you want to hear my thoughts on tv shows and and anime and movies go check out that podcast it's also on my youtube channel like there's there's multiple ways to find that show just like you can find this uh podcast anywhere a uh, little heads up on my guests for today so this was recorded a little bit ago uh this is probably around probably the second or third time i've had a guest irl so audio is a little wonky. I do apologize. I honestly I spent like a couple hours just trying to get it to sound as great as it did. So it, let me know. Let me know what you guys thought. Uh, like I said, uh, Instagram or Twitter, that's the best way to hit me up. But uh, I wanted to give my guest Elizabeth slash Liz a big belated birthday at the time of the release of this episode she just recently had her birthday so happy birthday so you know what let's get on with the show this podcast brought to you by ouchthathurts.com visit ouchthathurts for music gaming reviews editorials podcasts and more ouchthathurts h-e-r-t-z dot com Welcome to another episode of the Convoluted Podcast. It's your host, Jesus, a.k.a. Tyrant Dominus. And today we have a special guest, a former host of the show, Liz. How are you doing? Good, and you? I'm exhausted. I just woke up. <laughs> but that's how we schedule these things. So what's interesting about this episode in particular is we're doing it in the quote-unquote studio slash my living room. Back where we used to do all these podcasts back in the day. So, uh, it was only last year. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. But for some of the some of the newer people to the show, because we've, we've changed the format a lot, let the people know a little bit about yourself. I am a middle-aged <laughs> woman. I'm a single mom. I work full-time as a pharmacy tech. I am from Southern California originally, and even though it's been... More than double the eight years of being up here in Oregon, I still represent California like it's my hometown, which it is. There you go. So, so some of the things I kind of wanted to talk to you about. Um, well, 
Well, the work you do, you work in the, what, what was the work you do again? Retail pharmacy, basically. I'm a pharmacy tech. It's a pharmacy tech. So here's a few questions. We, we, we've discussed little things uh, in our day-to-day -day lives. Let's, uh, let's start with some of the, the things. So while, while you were in school and then when you got into the workforce, what are the, when you got into the workforce, workforce? Force. Workforce. <laughs> Why can't I talk? Anyways, um, what are some of the things you, you were surprised to know going into, going into it that you did not know beforehand? I don't know so much. I mean, I guess uh, the amount of drugs are out there, just if, I guess it blew my mind. If you think about it, there's over 500 drugs, and you have to remember brand and generic. And trust me, I cannot pronounce half the generics. <laughs> Can anyone really name the drugs, unless you're, like, super into them? Yeah, basically. They they went a little bit into that course of, you know, how to pronunciate some of these things. I was, like, looking at them, like, yeah, really? Hmm? Anybody can remember that? No. Wait, there was a pronunciation class? That's there, yeah, well, it kind of wasn't part of the, you know, drug clarifications. We had, like, this class was all basis into knowing your drugs and, you know, the pronunciations, remembering them and all that shenanigans. It was, it was more de detailed. It was just slivered off into segments of different parts of pharmacy. So anywhere from counting, literally counting, literally took old drugs, candies, small, big, large, whatever, and you counted, and you had a person sitting right next to you talking to you. So you had to keep your train of thought and do that, too, at the same time. Because it is true. It's a multitasking world. You're literally on the phone. You'll be counting your prescriptions as you're sitting there on the phone with a customer who's continuing to blab their whole life story before they actually tell you what they really need. Right? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's interesting. Well, that's true. That's kind of. The pharmaceutical company is one of the biggest, like... The larger corporations of America, yes. Yes, yes. you got to love mean, big it's, pharma. It's governmental, too, if you think about it, too, because it's FDA. That's interesting. Okay. Well, you think about it, you go to other countries, you could go and get those drugs, but the likelihood it's been tested to prove for its accuracy, that's another question of debate. Uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's true. That's what that's what we. I heard so many. Depending on what, also what kind of, um, what kind of state that country is at the moment, and. Um, I mean, I, I we was down visiting Mexico, and I could go up to the counter. Hey, can you prescribe me such and such a drug? Sure. The pharmacist could write it out, type it up, put it up together for me, and call it good. Actually, that's about. That's right. different. It is different from here. We are. Considering Oregon is very limited in what our pharmacists can prescribe. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, you've you've been how long have you been working in the in that industry now? About four years now. Oh wow, it's been four years. Mm-hmm. I did an eight months sabbatical, at a long-term facility, and then I went into retail again. Okay. Wow. Eight. And it's been three years since I've been back into the retail establishment. So, yeah. Almost four years. Wow. What what have you noticed in the last few four years that has changed in that in that area of work? Uh, the cut hours continuing. Cut hours. The so basically, like, as the the amount of demands that techs have to do 
is astronomical and the amount of hours you do not have the time to do them all. There is just so much time constraint and we have to do so much in such a very small time frame. How accurate does that work? I don't know. I hope the pharmacist is doing their job and catching all our mistakes. And like you said before, it's a very multitasking. Uh, high, high volume and very, uh, you have to be accurate like on cue. There's nothing, there's nothing, that, nothing can go wrong because that person's life is in, in your hands. This is our brothers or sisters or, you know, our parents or grandparents. I mean, or, you know, nieces and nephews who look at it like that. These people that come up to your pharmacy. That's a very strenuous job, from what you're telling me. It but is. It's, it is very, very hard. And people don't think it's, you, it, you, they, they think it's easy. Just pop a freaking prescription and you type it up and then drop the bottle into thing. No, that's not it. It's all about accuracy. Did I get the right person, the right drug, the right time, the right route? Those are those five different directions of it. And it's, it's the right person, too. That's another one. I mean, you have to think about it. It's, it's very much about accuracy and being 100% dead right. Are you doing it right? Is it God, you know? Because if you do it wrong, that person, you know, doesn't take it right, does it wrong, you know, it's on us. It literally is our job. We could lose our job from one mistyping. Well, well it's, that, that's kind of true because the, overall the <clears throat> metal industry is a very, very strict, uh, area of work, no matter what you're doing. Oh um, yeah, I agree upon that. That is uh, anything from a tech to an engineer to a doctor. Any any little mistake can yeah cost somebody's life. Yeah, that's, that's one of the few things I tried to when I was going to school. I avoided thinking about taking any medical job because I, I know a few people that actually ended up going into the the, the medical field in a, in a technical uh, side. And they're, it's not like they're, they're not on edge anymore, but they were when they started. Because there's just so many policies you have to follow. So, so many, mm-hmm. so many little things that can go wrong and might go wrong and probably will go wrong. But you have to figure out a way to fix it. Mm-hmm. So medical field, guys, yeah, it's, uh, we need it. So hopefully somewhere out there someone's doing their job properly. Let's hope so, right? Yep, I hope so too. Day in and day out. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah, trust me. Those many nights I wake up and go, um, did I do that right? Oh, did I, f- I forgot to do that. Or I forgot to order that. <laughs> I don't want to hear that from a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no fun. It really, yeah. It's a, it's a strain, that's for sure. So. But it's, it's, it matches my personality. So. So, so what were you doing? You said that you 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 actually took uh, a small wait time away from retail. What were you doing at that time? Long term facilities. It's basically we were working on um, basically people who are in long term facilities, aka like um, rehab facilities, um, homes, uh, facilities that took care of the you know the people who were who were ill. You know, and they can't, you know, be living at home on their own anymore for some reason, like Alzheimer's and stuff like that. We couldn't, you know, those are the facilities we would source out to. 
we um, there was multifaceted to this facility. Um, this the facility I was working at. Um, we were the, there was so many different things. So I had IVs right next to me, and the front was all bubble packing. Um, there was other billing going on. There was just so many different things going on in just a small, well, not small, but it would seem small, um, considering we knew like pretty much everybody in the um, the building. I I worked in a called a Kibex, which is really fun. I enjoyed that. I was putting basically these cubes filled with drugs and we send it off to these facilities. And they, the facilities are accessed by the nurse, but those doctor's orders in it that prescribe these, the pharmacist verifies it, of course, from um, remotely and allow it for the system to remove, allow to have that person have that drug, whether it be a pain medication, an anxiety, or uh, cholesterol, they would be able to pull those drugs out for that patient. And then they would still at that real time billing almost per se. Is that that person will get their drugs that they need to survive in order to keep maintain function? Wow, that, how long were you doing that for? I did that for about eight months. It was wow. fun. It was it was we were taking a lot of old machines and replacing with the newest machine, which was the Cubex, and it was fun. It was a lot like Cubex is. Its store is full of medications that were filled with, you know, your basics, IVs to your basic simple drugs to your suppositories and then it was also access to the insulins too so oh wow you were doing a lot we were doing a lot it was fun it was it was uh i got to learn a lot of stuff about it and it was nice to see it from a different perspective than the normal retail that i was probably going to be into anyway so that's true so so what what led you away from that that job in particular uh they were merging with another company and it was on the other side of the river which would have been probably a good 45 minutes just driving there and back on good traffic time. I didn't want to spend the 45 minutes on the road. The, the hour and a half, the, the minimum hour and a half. The minimum the, hour and a half, a literally day. being on the road just to go across the border, just to go to the facility to work eight hours a day. Granted, they had no, you know, Washington has no state, you know, taxes on your income. So I would have made a little bit more, but not by much. You would have been an, uh, an employee outside of the state. Interesting. Yeah, literally. So I didn't want to do the commute. I have a little girl to worry about. My daughter is my priority. Um, I'm fortunate to be 15 minutes at most from my workplace to home. Should anything arise. What happened if my daughter was called and sick? Oh, yeah, I'll be there in about 45 minutes. Hey, do you think Not the school would appreciate it? Yeah, I don't think so. Your well, daughter's sick. You need to come get her. I can't get her. I'm 45 minutes away. You're going to have to wait it out. That was not going to be... That would have been a huge, huge dilemma and project out of my life. So, I just... I've had that encounter. You know, I can't be able to get my daughter at that moment in time, but... That would have been some issues, and probably Ursula wouldn't have been in part of that school. So, I just—that's what it is. It's just—it's family's important. It really has been a part of my life for a long time, and she's my family. And despite that, my mom's around to help now, but she was working herself too at the time. Yeah, that—that—that's a whole story in a in a nutshell. Not in a nutshell, in a whole different side tale. But yeah, from well, I. 
like like I've said before, used to be a, a uh, an actual host on this show. So you 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 tell you've had tales, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we have some great memories though. <laughs> yeah, we've I've, I've actually gotten a lot of guests tell me because they the way they listen to the show is they listen to some of the older ones and then they listen to the, some of the new ones just to get an idea of what the show is about, which is interesting because my show was nothing like it was before. Oh yeah. But, I still miss it though. I still wish we could do more of those. Those are yeah, those are fun. It's hard to get together. Yes, I get, I get it. I agree. And um, well, now that my schedule is a little bit different, it's much more easier. <laughs> we, we can try. We can try for a different show and try something new. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But oh my god, think about that. Let me know if you guys want want that. You know, a new t- a new show, a new podcast. We'll figure out what's name and shit we can do about it. Um, but no, okay. So actually, talking talk, talking about family. Uh, like like I said, uh, you've mentioned a lot of things. You, um, being a, you mentioned you're you're a single mom, uh, and your work kid kind of, kind of your world revolves around that, uh, and that's that's a lot of things. That's something that has been very prevalent, more and more, uh, more viewed in the last couple decades. Actually, what. What are some of the things you you noticed that you didn't think were some of the issues you were gonna fall into being a single mom? Uh, issues? I think. I, well, I don't know. Nobody plans on being single, right? And being a mom, a parent, in general. I don't think anybody plans that. Um, I don't know. Tell those people on what's that MTV show? That uh, sixteen and pregnant, something like that, right? <sighs> It's hard. It really is hard. Somebody who doesn't understand, you know, who has the other parent, the other parent can help in so many ways. You Think about it. You have twice the sick days if you were in a, a double household, double parent household. Think about that. So you're only allotted so many sick hours in a year. Your kid gets sick. Who takes off? I am only one person. I use my sick time, my time off, my my energy. There is no other person using that energy to help me on that, you know? Okay, Ursula's sick. Okay, well, guess who's got to go home for the day? There's nobody else. You have double parents, double households. I mean, I have to financially support her and her after-school support activities, her extracurricular activities, her clothing. Have you tried dressing a girl? Her shoes? Oh my god. Don't even get me started there. I just, I, I love how people think, oh, single parents have it easy. No. Wait, it's what, not easy. What's the name and have you ever heard that that's easy? I've never heard it. Somebody's like, well, you don't have to deal with an extra parent to, you know, tell you you're parenting wrong. Oh, okay, okay. You, you see that? I mean, like, each person has a different parenting, and that's because of what their upbringing is. Now, yeah, a lot of people discuss that before they get married. Oh, how are we going to raise our kids? How are we going to discipline our kids? I discipline my kid a different way from everybody else. I know I do. And it's funny. There's going to be a lot of clashing between two parents, but... It's, you, they have different views. When you take those different views, you see different points. But when you're a single parent, you see one view one way. You only have to do it one way with your kid or kids, granted. 
And it's just, that's, uh, there's a lot of that aspects. I mean, you have to think about it. There's so many different, you have the balancing of, you know, kids, you know, they have that both, it's such an important thing for kids to have a strong household of two parents, but my daughter's not one of those fortunate kids, and but she's got some strong role models in her life, and male, that is, and so hopefully that will help curb whatever problems I have down the road. I will have more problems as being a single mom, and you think about it, females have a lot of hormones <laughs> between them too. Yes, I clash with my own mother, so like if, if I clash with my own mother, then my daughters are probably going to clash with me down the road too. We just kids are <laughs> very impressionable. Yes. Well, yeah, mostly when you when you actually see it, like you you, you notice it a lot. Actually, I've noticed it a lot lately with uh, my my siblings with our parents. They 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 don't like to admit it, but they. You emulate your parents way more than you think you are. You know, like that. Though, you remember those moments when you say, "Like, when I'm an adult, I'm not gonna be like them." Do you know that? Do you remember that? Or you, you, I am actually a little bit different than my mom. I am really, absolutely different than my mom. I am, and it's funny. We're a lot alike, but a lot of difference. I, I don't really discipline the way they do it to me. Well, I, that's changed a lot lately. It's well, like, yeah, because of everybody calling it abuse, blah blah blah. Yeah, the, what is it? Um, what now we have kids who are acting out and getting away with it. Uh, what is it, the snowflake generation? That's, I mean, that's, that's what it's called, the snowflake generation. It's, that's what it is. Everyone's very soft. Everyone, I've, I've, had, I've had this discussion. It's, uh, a lot of people are just very, very sensitive. Air quotes, everyone. Sensitive. And you have to really be careful. Yeah. And it's, I won't waste my kids sensitive. My kid will be a hard-headed, strong woman that... She is supposed to be just like I am. I mean, I'm just doing it differently in a lot of ways because I see it's more effective. I've seen my, you know, kids have such a high understanding of things, and people don't understand that. Um, I was speaking large words to my daughter because I wanted her to hear those words. I want her to think, and that's what I was doing. And I did that a lot. And my mom questioned, "Go, why would you do that?" Because I understand she knows what I'm talking about. She's a very, she understands. If she has questions, she will ask questions. I want her to ask questions. Not to be scared about asking those questions. I mean, that's, I want an open relationship with my kid. And that's what I want. I don't have that open relationship with my mother. And that's something I want different, and I did differently. That's, that's interesting. Then uh, how is, okay, so let's, let's twist that back. How is... How is your relationship around what you what can what you remember growing up with your mom compared to how my mom was always working. That's I was always home with my dad. My dad was a stay home dad. Granted, he worked too, um, but he had his side projects that were you know that did bring in money. But because you know back then in the nineties, people retired at fifty five. 50 and 55, between that ages, my my dad was retiring. And was saying, I remember the retirement party to this day. My dad and I were a lot of, we were close, very close. We spoke and talk, talked about a lot of different things. I probably never had a single conversation like that with my mom. Oh, your mom does a lot. Well, she was working, and I didn't get it. I understand her from perspective, but at the same time, I'm a working mom, but I also want that openness with my daughter. Talk to me. Tell me, you know, what questions you have. I want to answer those. I'm not going to discourage you because I don't feel like that should be, you know. I remember asking questions of my mom, and it was like, 
you know, I kind of got the, you know, eye turned and, like, not disgruntled, but just like, you know, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't in the, no what right to ask those kind of questions, I guess. Like, what kind of questions was that being? I, there's all, there was all sorts of questions. I did a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, I had a lot of questions. We grew up in a strict household of Catholics. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. Sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. Huh, okay, that makes more sense. What about yeah. the internet? The internet's there. Well, remember dial-up. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because uh, what's funny is that that's another thing is like that we 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 grew up in the age where the, the internet is has educated because some of the things that back in the day people didn't really know about it's very accessible to, to quote unquote kids now that they just know about everything and anything mm-hmm. which they're not supposed to until a later later date. But it's um, it's, it's very. Well, I good. think our, my age too. I mean, relatively. I mean, the way I talk and do things. You know me personally. That it's, <laughs> I'm outspoken about those things. But I also talk to my daughter about it because I know she knows it. She's aware of it. I'm not gonna lie to her. I'm not gonna hide it from her. So, nah, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that, for the most part, that is, that is Liz, for everyone listening. So, so what you been up to lately? Oh, the same old, same old. Just kicking it, doing what I want, when I please. Well, going back to the gym and trying to do what I need to do right for myself because of all my uh, problematics that maybe come true in the future. And um, What do you mean? Um, well, I'm BRCA2 positive, which is breast cancer. Um, my... So, okay. so genetics. For, yeah. So for for anyone listening, can you explain a little bit that because a lot of people sometimes don't even think about things like that because a lot of people don't really want to talk about it, but it's something that should be in your mind, right? Yeah, it should be. I mean, so, okay. So my mom was diagnosed with cancer last year. She beat it. Thank God. I appreciate every bit of that. Uh, she was a strong woman through that. So then, of course, that came to questions. Okay, her sister had it. She had it. There was no more other sisters uh, alive that you know would you know express that gene if they had the gene. So she did a genetic testing, and she was BRCA two positive. That meant for the four kids that she had for offspring that they would have to be tested themselves to see if they expressed that that gene too, which is basically an abnormality in the genetics uh, genome genome that will. Uh, be either expressed later on, but I was BRCA2 positive, which means I will have an 85% chance of expressing breast cancer and ovarian cancer. That is ridiculously high. I think we talked about this before, but yeah, that sounds extremely high because when when you hear the when you hear stats these these days, it's like one out of five, and th- and it sounds like a lot, but still 20% compared to this 80. Five percent—that is crazy high. It's not the normal, maybe five percent that somebody will express cancer in their lifetime. But my chances, my odds are just dramatically increased. There's a fifteen percent chance that I won't express it. Do I take that gamble? Do I take that risk? That is, yeah, that's a that's a hard, that's a hard one to take. Yeah. And, and what's what's good is now that we we have the ability to find these things even early, slightly early on 
Uh, mostly since it's genetic, it's 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 easier now to see uh, the possibilities and even have options or possible options for us. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And here I am, 30 years old, and having to worry about my health. I can't be in my careless 20s anymore and not have to worry about that stuff. Now I really do have to focus on that. Um, so I went and had my first mammogram. I had my oncologist nurse, and I am working on creating uh, what, I, uh, what I want to do with this knowledge. Do I go forward and do just do examinations every six months, literally, breast mammogram to an M breast MRI, then do it again six months later at the same rounds. So for me, it is a ongoing thought process. I haven't quite absolutely absorbed any of this information. I've just kind of going, okay, tackle it head on. There's, there's no right, there's no wrong. There's just knowing what to do to keep prolong my lifespan. I have a daughter. I want to see her grow up. I want to see her graduate college. Not just high school, college too. You know, I want to just, I want to see her achieve. I just, that it really, and I am still young. I shouldn't be having to worry about death. And it's like, now I do. It's kind of like, oh, it's there. It's not off enough to my side peripheral view. And I can see it like almost there. It's like, now you never know when it will be. I could die from a different instance, but, oh, yeah, the, but the fact it is, cancer is such a nasty thing in my family. It is, you know, like we lost an aunt. She had breast cancer and metastasized to on the bone Ooh. 23 years later. Oh, God, that's rough. I, I've seen photos. Anyone out there have seen these things? It's crazy, man. Yeah, it is horrendous. Uh, and we had a cousin who also was breast cancer, and I don't think it was a year later that it metastasized on the bone. And we also lost her. Wow. It is hard for us to talk about this, but it's well, also something that has to be talked about. So there. So, so what would you tell anyone out there? Get yourself tested. There's no right or wrong answer to this. I mean, you want to know the answers? Go find it. Yes, it's, it's Pandora's box. Pandora's box that you're going to be opening. But you know now, the better you can take care of yourself in the long run, health-wise. Whether it's changing the way you do things, exercising more, eating better, eating out less, drinking less, whatever that may be, um, knowing is better than not knowing. Because if you get caught with it later on and go, why didn't I know this answer sooner? I could have been able to prevent it in some way and somehow. I really have, that's in a lot of ways for me, is options. I have options now. I have better ways of tackling this than not knowing at all. There you guys go. So take that, you know, better to better know early than be feel regrettable later. And that's uh, that's something that even I I struggle with, that, that feeling of what ifs. The what ifs, basically. Yes. Like, what if I did this and that? It's better, better to try and get whatever task you want done now. Even if you fail, like, you, at least you've done it. So... It's not a failure. It's it's, oh, no. any, it's not. Any, it's any, more any, of a any, any task. Well, no, it's not a failure. It's more of a a mistake. You 
you learn from your mistakes, right? Some people do. Some people do. Granted, yes. They're not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would know too many of those people. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. You, knowing is better. Is better. You either take that news and you toss it in the trash, or you take that news and you do something better with it. It's, it's a so. sheet of paper, basically. You never know what you're gonna do with it. There you go. So, ask questions. Try to get things done. That's the basic bottom line on that. Like it, it's but it's a lot of people these days have been. Well, we've 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 been on this weird health chase, or these people have. Well, a good a good percentage of Americans have been on this weird health chase, from people who are gluten free to vegetarians to vegans to some crazy diets that I that have come up in the last couple of years. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's my brother has done them both. <laughs> Wait, what? He's done an all meat diet, literally an all meat. An all meat diet. What does that entail? Literally that? all meat. You don't eat any veggies, you don't eat any uh carb based products like breads and stuff, pastas. So you give up all that and you eat straight bread. I mean meat and like bread. Excuse me. Oops, my bad. Uh, meat. He just straight up meat. What is that supposed to do? Well, he's saying a lot of things too about the inflammation of the uh, our intestinal walls. Our body can't handle that um, gluten and the fibers. We are not allowed to have the fiber in our diet, basically per se, because we don't need that fiber in our diet. Well, yeah, that's, that's another thing. Like, yeah, that's a whole new another like topic. But thing, but still, I'm trying to like ponder this meat diet because a lot of diets, the at least the the more accurate ones, have actually some some science behind them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there was a little bit of science behind his too. I was like, okay, you do what you want to do, Vosky. Love you. Really Just don't trying. die on me. <laughs> I'm really trying with the, the meat diet, like because even different meats have different properties. Yes, but. It doesn't give you everything you need. Apparently it does, according to him. He apparently lost so much weight. Even my drinking heavily, too. All meat diet plus, plus, huh? Mm -hmm. All meat diet plus, guys. Well, he was going to a divorce, so granted. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh, okay. I, know what I don't know what's going on with that divorce anymore, so. That's a whole, <laughs> whole other topic. Yeah. It will not be discussed on this show. Nope. Uh, but, that, but that's another thing that people have to deal with. Have you have you heard that the divorce rates have gone up even more? You remember what it used to be? I was just in a class. Remember, I had to take that class for my daughter's sole custody battle, and oh, okay. I, was there, there was more, a huge. Was there, was there a different? East thing? Coast was like eighty-five. Uh, West Coast was eighty-five percent chance of Shoot, divorcing. That that, that's, that was high. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah, because the, the statistic I heard was seventy-seven. Um, at least the United States. It's 77. 77. You think about all the states, the yeah, 50 states. Yeah, that would be about right. But do you remember what it used to be, like at least a couple of years ago? 40%? A little over that, like 49%. Okay, it was close. Uh -huh. But yeah, it's, it's kind of, damn it. How much was it again for the East Coast? The West Coast, West Coast, excuse me, 85%. That included Idaho, Washington, Oregon, and California. Just that, wow. That's interesting. I wonder why. Because well, California, you know, the stars like to divorce each other. <laughs> ah. 
They have the money to do that shit. They do, but that, that's such a... But think about it, that's a very small fraction yeah. of people. Like, well, California, think about it. Silicon Valley, that's how many people rich live in there. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the average person who would handle that. Not handle it, but would go through the process and then exit out. Because just thinking of the West Coast, just thinking of the West Coast, because they always want better. That's some. It's the, basically the mindset. That's I can get better. I can find better. I can have better. And what happens when better isn't what it's all it cracked up to be? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, I've talked to someone who's been married like four times. Oh God. So, never mind. Uh, mm. But they're 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 from different countries, so. Yeah. But uh, that's interesting. I should probably find out. Divorce rates in other places because I've, I've talked to a lot of people about housing rates and oh, it's crazy too. What housing? Oh God, I can't even afford to live on my own. That's another. That's a whole. Nother that's topic. another thing is I can't. As a single parent, I cannot. I, it's hard because I put myself, my daughter, through childcare too. So for anyone listening, we we live in the the great state of Oregon. 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 <laughs> Trust me, some of my some of my uh, Canadian friends. Uh, Hi guys! They always mention me when I'm on their show. It's really, awesome! It's really fun. I, just, I was actually on their show recently. I'll, oh I'll, yeah, you were saying that. I'll, I'll, you saw the image. I'll link that. Oh, yeah. Anyone listening, I was on the No Inner Monologue podcast. Go check that out. It was a really fun. I'll, I'll send you the link to it. it. It was fun. It was fun being with them. But I've been I've been mentioned on that show so many times. Like it's it, it's uh, it's a bit. Uh, it's a fun bit. But um, uh, but where was I going with this? About your Canadian friends uh, and the divorce rates. Oh, well, I skipped. In the housing seats. Housing. Housing. That's right. Yeah, housing. That's um, like I've I've talked I've talked to a good chunk of people from different places, from Australia to um, uh, the Middle East to a lot of people in Europe too. So like even to our friends up at no in the north. Um, it's it's crazy different. Like it's not. I haven't recorded though. Those are just some side topics that we talked after after the show. You know, just to to kind of uh, shoot the shit. Um, but learning about it a little bit to get an idea of what their their setup is crazy. Because we in the state of Oregon, or in, anyway in the state of in the United the state that the United States is in, it's ridiculously hard. And I we've talked about this back in the old podcast back when we had the whole group of friends. Around the circle, the round table, or actually the square table. Um, it was but, more like the square room, but it's okay. Yeah, but it hasn't changed since then. It's gotten worse, actually. Mm-hmm. So here's an update, guys. It still sucks. Um, don't move out here. Don't, don't. Dude, the, the apartment's across the way for a, a freaking one bedroom, one bedroom studio, whatever you want to call it. Is it studio? What's it like? Twelve hundred. I'm like fudge. Twelve hundred. That's how much we're Oh, I only make that much in a month. That's that's bonkers. So and they have a waiting list. Well, I'm a son of a bitch. That's that. Californians. They actually that's who's owning the company now. It's a Californians. Oh my god. Oh, you quick. You want a fun story that I heard the other day on the radio? Sure. So there is uh, there's uh there was news. Down in California, about uh, this whole one um, one uh, apartment, like apartment room, no apartment. It's apartment because it had rooms and stuff. 
that was rented out. And right now, the uh, I talked to a buddy who did, oh, lives down there, and he, um, it's crazy. California is crazy for um, the way they do stuff. Uh, they actually had to recently move because they just couldn't afford the place they were staying at. But what was interesting about this news is the 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 tenant, yeah, the tenants, tenants are the people living there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was something interesting about these tenants living at this one one of the, one of the more reasonably affordable. I'm going to say the word affordable slash cheap place to stay at. These these tenants were cats 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 so someone paid the the is it lease or just rent whatever they paid the rent i'm gonna say rent they paid a minimum of 1200 a month to have cats live in it jesus who has that extra fucking money to have cats roaming around in a what what is it it was a two-bedroom two-bedroom it's a two-bedroom Two-bedroom place for just for the cats. God. Oh, God. I can elaborate a little bit more on the story to give you an idea of what. But just hearing that, just, it's baffling. Because, it, it, because before I elaborate a little bit, because like I mentioned, like California has, like, it's ridiculous still out here. Like, we, we live in a very suburbanized area with, like, chances. And even then, it's hard to find a place. But if you're going down there... Oh, God, it's crazy expensive to live down there. You might as well live in a desert. Or in a box. Yeah, in a box, literally. It's uh, cheaper. Well, that's how, <laughs> sadly, that's how people live there, too. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, when, when I heard the story, it was like, I was like, what? Really? So, to, to elaborate a little bit more on the story, everyone. So, what ended up happening was um, the um, this girl was starting uh, to go to... To, to college at this uh, very lucrative uh, Catholic school, and her her father recently got married, and she couldn't take care of the cats, and she couldn't take the cats into her her her, her dorm. So after talking with her father, because he wasn't going to take care of the, the the cats for him because of of his new wife and everything, they agreed on finding a place for them to stay at. So they were able to find the most affordable location and rented out that so she can have the cats there and she goes visits them time to time. Things like that. I hope the commute wasn't that good, big. <laughs> What's up? Uh, if uh, she gets hungry, they gave me a whole bunch at school. She can get a free personalized pizza from the pizza here. Sweet! So order it online and just pick it up and boom. You guys hanging out? No, I have to go see some of my kids real quick and I'll be back. Okay. Oh, okay. Pizza for Ursula. And of course, it's just a simple cheese. Because that's what my kid likes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt. I'm going to write this check. Make a little notes. <clears throat> so I can cut the, the data later. What are you looking for? What are you no, trying to do? I'm going to make a little note so I can cut this little part off. Okay. Memo. 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 Where was I? 41? 41 minutes. So yeah, now that's the story of the, the girl who rented out this... Uh, oh, not her. Her father rented out the, the place for the cats for her. Which, you know, it's, it's nice. Who was paying for that tuition? I gotta ask that question. The dad? Probably. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, he had money. He had places and stuff. 
Yeah, obviously he had the money. So what the hell was he doing? On top, of that, <laughs> he, on top of that, he was he was playing the the landlord injection ran to pay uh, to feed the cats once a day. You know, like here's an extra flat thousand if you could just go and feed the cats once a day. So that's not bad though. Extra grand in fucking pocket, man. I mean, my dad. I mean, my dad owned apartments for a bit too. Once in California. The fact that he sold a four-bedroom and got a how many bedroom up here? In, it was in Salem. It was like a hundred and seventy-seven bedroom place. From a four-bedroom, he could afford a hundred and seventy-seven bedroom apartment okay, complex. Okay, I was like trying to figure out, like, wait a second. He literally, basically, more than doubled his space, basically, for that same amount of money. For the same amount of fucking money. Well, that's about right. Mostly said you just changed complete areas. It is. It was really funny. I was I was talk about that. It's just like it's hilarious. How do you go from a four bedroom to a to literally a four complex building to a you know multi con for the same amount of price? Location, 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 location. The location for the apartment complex in California was no different. You weren't even near any colleges. Yeah. Different states. Yeah, so it was a different space and time. So, that too. Maybe more commercialized area. I don't know. More buildings. <laughs> no, even the, even the market now is crazy just for places like... Like, we, we, we stay we stay now more closely in contact with our... our Retail? Realtor? Realtor and landlord. Uh, one, because uh, we're all trying to find a new place to, to, to move to. It's like either if we purchase a house or get a new place because we just you know, you know we need the space uh, or we would like the some space so a little bit more extra space um, but that that's an announcement for another day but for now we're still looking um, but no yeah that's a we've been trying to find a larger space but it's crazy right now it's not really a buyer's market to us no it's not it's a but my mom did find a place and was between Newburgh and Sherwood and was really like a hundred and what did she say she found it for? I don't know, brand new. So one fifty? I think a, a three bedroom. Three bedroom? Like it was a, what do you call those? Not a trailer park, but like a uh, not not remote. Oh, we've been looking at houses. I know these words. It's one of those It's like a it's like manufactured a, homes. Manufactured homes. Thank That's you. That's what it is. That, that word always gets me. I, 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 it shouldn't. Because I, I get it. You know, it's um, they're they're just pretty quick, easy, homes. put together. It makes sense. You know, I, I, that, I just, I just feels too. And no offense for anyone living in, um, like, trailers and stuff like that. It's uh, I just know it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It, I don't like manufactured homes either. I walk into them. I think the great living spaces, I just think it's not something for it, me. Because I can hear it creaking and clock. Like, the fact like, that you can move the darn thing from one spot to another, it, it, it floors right? me. It's awkward, right? It feels awkward. It, it does, it does. But it, no, no, like no, you're no. in a little shipping container, basically. And no, actually, that would be kind of cool if you could do that. That wouldn't be that. I've heard some, some of those buildings are amazing. Yeah. Made out of shipping have, containers. Have you seen that Netflix series where just amazing homes built from random stuff? No. I don't watch enough TV. That's a, it's a good it's a it's a good time killer when you, if you just there's nothing for you to really do or watch, and you just want to see something really fun. I would say check that out. There are just some really crazy houses. I remember I remember watching this uh, 
this architect um, took a project where he took the wings of some um, I can't remember the name of the plane but he took the wings of the plane and designed a house around it it's ridiculous and I, I, I like I like those kind of shows where you you see some some art behind some architect it's really cool to see some of the house because I I remember growing up I always wanted a well I, when I was young I always wanted a tree house but we couldn't get one because we didn't have the we didn't have the option because the tree was on the neighbor's side, which we couldn't do. And um, but it was always a, a fun idea to actually have tree houses. And people do have tree houses now. I know they're cool. They're awesome. I wouldn't mind. Literally, I don't think I would mind being in a tree. I remember climbing up as a kid and trees growing up as a kid. I mean, I still feel like half of my youth is there where I want to go climb a tree. <laughs> if you have the energy, go for it. I just I, no. I want the limbs. There's no limbs on half of these trees. No, they're cut up from the bottom. They do. They. It's a. Um, you have to go out into the forest for that. <laughs> Luckily, we live in, in a very wilderness area, and that's a, that's what that's one of the great things that's moving out here to Oregon, um, because I don't know about you, but I you know I I, I mentioned this a lot on the podcast. So like I grew up in Chicago, a very I wouldn't say suburban more it is suburban it's, it's but, very city like there. but it's city like and urbanized no urban wait rural yeah urban that's what it is i always get those mixed up urban and rural but a very urban uh environment and uh like i mentioned before i really couldn't go outside much because it was just unsafe to be outside <laughs> so yeah i know it's um, just like california no different sadly right like a kid a kid should can't you just be able to go to the their front yard, have some fun, go with the neighborhood kids? Like, like. Well, I mean, I lived in a relatively good part of town. I mean, granted, there was the national, like, little reserved park of just wildlife, not even a mile away from my front door, essentially. Literally had wildlife roaming around. Cougars and coyotes oh, and God, rattlesnakes. Oh, God, you had... <laughs> You had, like, wildlife out to get you. I had just people. Yeah, we had wildlife. We could play out until about dark, and then Cody was just like, come back in. The light's on. You got to go home. You do not want to be, you don't want to be someone else's meal. Yep, exactly. God, that's crazy. That's kind of cool, but sucks. Yeah, it's cool. It sucks, but it was fun. We didn't, like, poison ivy, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've had too many rashes about that one. Thankfully, not, like, anywhere in the wrong areas or anything of that nature. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I've never had to deal with poison ivy. We just had lots of orange groves and avocado groves. and I'm still disappointed about the uh, homeowners who own the house now. They took out the only tree that produced any avocados. Avocados are very sensitive to growth. Yeah, they are expensive. I mean, yes, granted, the water, but I mean, that tree was the only one that produced. Take out the mountains that seen them, you know, grow the male avocados in the backyard, but not the front one who grows females. Well, it would be cool to grow some here, but you would need to actually grow it inside a greenhouse and it replicate replicate the environment. Yeah, literally. To to, I wouldn't mind growing some avocados. Sometimes I keep thinking I'm going to grow one one of these days. Eh, not going to happen. Well, Too cold. Well, like I said, once you once you find the place, like I said. Finding a place is hard. Like that's all we really care about, just finding a nice a nice three, four bedroom, reasonable yard. The the quote unquote um, American dream home. 
that's that's drastically changed a lot because like like we like it, we said you'd be fortunate to find a place to put your head down even if it's on a floor that's you know you're not living out in the cold i guess nowadays it just you'd be fortunate and thankful for that kind of thing no I, it's 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 hard like like right now the 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 ability to live on your own is near impossible you you really have, have to have a roommate or a roommate or a partner uh sometimes even more than that to to make ends meet yeah it's, it's to even cover rent in general and this and the utilities that go with it and then and then to just to feel comfortable basics That's, basically the yeah. basics yeah the basics and it's ridiculous. It really is. It's, it's hard, and, and and it's depending on where you live too. That's another another whole yeah. Hole. But still, we we we're fortunate in this area, and but oh god, it's it's it just it's not something that I really want to think about sometimes. But it's because it's too depressing. Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna get any better anytime soon. No, no. There's gonna have to be a major fall before those are better economy but of course it's going to be it's something that's bound to happen i mean what is it uh, is it recession isn't that what happens every couple of years uh, every 10 years usually about a recession yeah sometimes i heard, I heard something like that's going to be coming soon because of a whole the whole bunch of stuff that's been happening recently well yeah so. i'm waiting for that recession to hit so i can go buy a home <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm holding out i'm waiting for the downfall well it's got to happen soon enough okay. i mean we're i mean i was 20 when that happened, 1920 when that happened, the first time around, I mean. And it's, it's more, it's probably going to happen more obvious now with all the, the shenanigans that are happening in our government right now. Um, because, oh God, but I'm glad the, I'm glad that whole shutdown finally ended. So when, by the time you guys are listening to this, the shutdown happened, but it's actually going to get kickback start in the 15th of February. The fifteenth of February. Oh my God! So yeah, so he's only they, he's only doing a um, like a two, two, three week. Uh, we'll say two weeks oh, uh, to kind of get things kick started back in progress because it's been it's been thirty five days, over a month where a bunch of people uh, they're going to be paying back pay on all that, but still that is I could not like me personally I could not go to work and know that I'm not going to get paid that week. Or bi-weekly, or monthly. That's it's just not enough money. I mean, look how many people are. So there's, there's so many stories out there. Like I don't even know how I'm gonna pay my rent this month. What was it? I, like? My friend works for the TSA, and she's she was a pharmacy tech too at one point. She just got tired of the the BS, which I don't blame her. <laughs> we all do eventually. Um, she went to the TSA and. Think about her. She's not making her rent. That, that sucks. That's right. But yeah, so that pay's coming, but the shutdown will happen again. Yeah, sadly. I just, I just read about that. It was like, like, I was like, oh, it's over. And then like, yes, but if people don't talk about it, he's going to try again and shut it down on the 15th. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. Like, Disappointment. <laughs> Disappointment's coming. So, I don't know. He's our great president. Or into sarcasm. <laughs> just, uh, just another year and a half, year, two years. Pretty much, we'll be starting to see the ads soon, right? 
soon. There's a lot of people who have already announced their presidency. But yeah. That, I haven't paid attention to that, I guess. But it's... I don't have time to... But I'm not, I don't even watch TV, and I'm barely on the... I mean, I'm on Facebook, granted. I don't know. I don't think... But I, I don't see any TV. political posts. I try to avoid those because I, I get pissed off in so many different directions. <laughs> Smart. That's one of the reasons I love Facebook, because of things like that. I just, uh, I just grew tired of that. Yeah, well, I have to keep up with my family. My mom's the last of nine siblings, so think about all their kids and their kids. No, yeah, you you, you have reason. Like, I could, I just don't want to. <laughs> honest, and I have my dad's cousins. My dad was an only child, so... <laughs> kind of have to know my other cousins, too. True. Family. But I, I'm, for, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm just a ghost of the family, which works a lot. Since I have to, I can avoid a lot of... I can avoid a lot of the, what is, not, not requirements, what's the word, the yeah, engagements oh. that people have to, I mean, because I, I just can't. You <laughs> barely keep up with your own sister half the time. <laughs> yeah, okay. so if I do, I have to deal with uh, different things like, like, uh, baptisms, communions, all that stuff for people, I can't do that, I can't do it, and I don't think anyone, like, everyone knows that. Like, hardly anyone knows who I am in my family, for the most part. I'm just my, my parents' son, which is great. That works for me. Like, it's, it's a great thing, because I do not want to be asked to do something I don't want to. And if I ever do, I'm fortunate to say I don't do any religious engagements. Like, I don't do that. So, that's a great thing. I, I only got involved with your family stuff. It was fun. Oh, yeah. And your sister, Ross. Her quinceanera. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Oh, you missed the wedding. Yeah, I missed oh. the wedding. Well, I was out of town. You guys told me like way too late. <laughs> hey, I went to Vegas instead. Hey, <laughs> my boss don't know. <laughs> Can't think. I don't think that's it. Besides birthdays and stuff that you come over. There's something else, huh? Huh? I thought you've been in more events. Uh, I went to that. The kids' baptism, the one at the park in Tualatin. Oh yeah, where and then I went see, to so see, things like that, like that, where my sister starts getting into both. Uh, well, Omar, Omar's worse too. <laughs> He's and, married. Um, yeah, but it's when you're, when you're starting to. It's when you're starting to get into those um, uh, obligations with people to be to be godparents. Like it's, it's. I guess you, it, it's different for what godparents do between cultures. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> my godparents are not even remotely involved in my life, even though one of them is my brother and the other one's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, that is weird because well, we we can talk a little bit about that because the way the way it works for my family is like one one is your you know you get your you get a you get a set of godparents for different things you get. A, Baptism, communion, uh, confirmation, and then marriage. Yeah, yeah. So you get up, you can get up to four godparents. Four sets of godparents. Or, or they can kind of double up sometimes for certain things because my because my godparents for baptism and communion are the same, and then my confirmation is my uncle and my aunt. Um, and the way it kind of works is like they are, um, 
you know, they're there for you for different things. They're, uh, they'll help you out for just, just about anything that they're for you. They're like your extra parents. Basically, that's what, that's what godparents are technically supposed to be, like your extra parents. Yeah, if anything happens to you. But I only had one set. You guys had, like, multitudes. Oh, yeah, that's because we have so many different things. Like, <laughs> thanks to the, the Christian religion. Catholicism. Um, um, but, but it's always, they, they were, the way, the way I've grown up with them, they've always, like, they brought you gifts for Christmas, uh, birthdays, three King's Days, so it's like that, that extra pair. It's, it's different, because, um, I actually recently saw my godparents for, from my baptism, uh, recently for my uncle's wedding. It's been years since I've seen them, so it was fun to kind of catch up with them, because, uh, like, the last I saw them was almost 13 years ago. Wow. And I am not the same that I was 13 years ago. Oh, wow. So it was a fun scene with them. I, I danced with my godmother um, and uh, just caught up with them and seeing how their kids have been because that's another thing. You know, you grow, you grow up with your godparents and their children and things like that. But that's how, how, kind of how it is, you know, then they help your... Uh, those godparents help your parents, things like that, and then it's this whole intertwined thing that kind of then you're just roped into, which it's it's I see the positives, but I just it just gets annoying a little bit. Well, because I think it I, I think from your perspective as a single male, it's different. I think if oh, you no, were I, if I, you I, were I you were no, dating and married somebody marrying somebody, no, no, if, you, if you married, then you're kind of then 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 you're a target for people. That's for sure. That yeah. So, but why get married? You get taxed like hell. <laughs> but um, um, but no, yeah. That like I've been. Like, I I I'm just happy because I, it's not that I don't want to help people. I'm more than happy to help people here and there. Um, it's not on a regular just, daily I basis. I just don't want to be like forced and obligated to do so because that's how that's kind of how it is in our family. It's like that you're <clears> that you're. Godparent, you, you know they need to help you. You need to help them. The word is need, like it's like that. There's no wanting; you have to kind of thing. So, for uh, for me, like my uncle Vidal, he's he's my godparent for uh, confirmation. confirmation. Um, like for the most part, we we've helped each other a lot. Like that's the only like we. It's like I've. Because they, they, he hosts a lot of parties, a lot. Um, but uh, that's how my aunt is. Um, and that's how the, his youngest kid is now, just throwing parties like crazy. <laughs> but anyways, um, it's, it's weird because I, the idea of like being forced to help isn't that. I just don't want to be forced to help someone I don't know. Like I've known my uncle since, well, I've been born because they've always been around. So like if I had to help him, I wouldn't mind helping him. Uh, and my other godparents, but they're they're pretty well off. So, um, but if I would have to be put into a situation where I would have to to another people that I don't know, then I'm like, no, no. Yeah. But how does how does for you how does the the whole godparenting? I had, well, I was given two. One was my oldest brother, and the other one was one of my cousins, my mom's side of the family. And they were my godparents. They were part of my religious upbringing, per se. 
Except my godmother lived in Chicago, and then she moved to Florida, and then, you know, she had her own family, so it was a different, you know, spot. I did hang out with her maybe a handful of times um, in my lifetime, visiting her and whatnot, and, but my parents were, you know, the ones who were paying the, the way, and she was paying my food, essentially, but I was 11 years old at the time, so. Um, and my brother, well, Eddie's Eddie. Love him to death. And uh, it was hard because he was, he's still in this life, fast-paced life of California, which I get, you know, everybody, I'm still, I still have that aspect of my, part of myself, um, about going, 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 but, you know, family becomes, like, your second thing, so, for me, as much as I love my brother, and I care about him tremendously, we, we are totally different, I really don't even talk to him that much, um, when things, life events are happening, that's when we seem to be talking to each other, or um, when I'm going, when I'm visiting Southern California. But other than that, not a whole lot, and I don't talk to my godmother that much. Um, she was supposed to be my confirmation thing, but at that time and place in my life, I didn't see her being there for me. Um, I was, because you were 16 when you get confirmed, um, when I was 15, my father passed away. Mm -hmm. I leaned on a, another female role uh, to be my confirmation partner, basically, in that faith. And I mean, I don't speak to her anymore because, our, you know, my life has drastically changed and so has hers. I mean, we, you know, after I, my sister and her oldest child were finished school, it was kind of like the end of that. So, I mean, it happens. Life happens. I get it. And I have, I've, I, I don't know. Then here's an interesting question uh, from from your point. How about, how about your kid? Are you going to do the whole? Uh, I had godparents for Ursula when she was baptized, but I haven't spoken to those people in uh, probably four plus years now, five. I don't even know anymore. Wow. Lost track. And I wish I had given her people that were I could rely on my side of the family, but yeah. What about then? Are you are you any near future for communion and? Well, Ursula should be making a communion this year, but I didn't put her in any classes um, just because Time. schedule t schedule Time. scheduling. I would not be there to be able to do that with her. I just I am not fortunate to do that because I am still at the bottom rung per se. Of work, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. We could we could probably talk a lot. Oh yeah, different things like that. But it's interesting to hear how different people kind of grew up. I guess when we we do a, we grew up in different cultures. On top of that, and mm -hmm. seeing that even though we kind of had the same re religion, like Christianity for the most part, and how different people take that those traditions. And his path down. But let us know how you, if you have godparents and in how you interacted with them or how your family interacted with them. Because we're, in our family, is very active. Very active. Our family's active in there if any drama's going on. There's <laughs> uh, yeah, so much drama in that family. <laughs> if you guys want to listen to that, that'll be in our secret episode. I'll provide a link below. Look forward to it. <laughs> All right, so you know it's 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 we're getting past a little over an hour, so you know we're gonna get towards the end. So this is the point of, of the show where I usually ask my guests 
to tell a tale of the strangest, weirdest, most convoluted thing that has ever happened, you have ever encountered, or you have ever done. Yeah, I keep thinking about all the stories I could tell, but I really don't have a lot of stories to tell because they're very simple and not that crazy. But um, I guess it was one that really stuck out because I recently was talking about this. Is like um, I was almost bitten by a rattlesnake, baby rattle. And if you know about baby rattles, they latch on and don't let go. Okay, so elaborate on the, the tale. I w the I was going across the street. We were going over a neighbor's house. Um, but that was just really close by. Literally across the street. Literally, oh, wow. like just any normal street. At home. Yeah. Wow. Okay, continue. Sorry. In California. This is California for you. Okay. Gotta love it, right? Well, they were getting rid of the orange groves and, of course, building to make more homes. Lovely, isn't it? And, well, and so we were out there. We heard the bulldozing and we were going out towards the pool. They had a pool in their backyard. We were not one of those people who had the pool in the backyard. Um, so we were across, we were out there. There were, the, woman, uh, the girl goes ahead of me that I was hanging out with. I stepped out and I kept hearing this rattle. And I couldn't, or this buzzing per se. And because of all the machines, and I kept looking around, she looks down at, near my feet. I'm not telling, six inches away from my foot was a baby rattle shaking its thing. It freaked the hell out of me. I dashed out of the way. The snake didn't attack for some reason. Don't know why. And I will say there's always angels watching me, and I continue to say so. I appreciate my angels. Then we, that was a baby rattle. They were sitting there, and the father comes out with a shovel to keep it in place. Why we call it animal control, and the animal was taken off to be replaced into the wild, natural habitat of California. So, it was fun. It was interesting to say, you know, six inches away from my foot was life and death. And we wore flip-flops in California, so... <laughs> Oh God, that's oh, that's a close encounter. That ah, uh, it's sketchy. It is. How it old is. Were you? I probably about twelve at the time. Twelve, thirteen. Still scary though. Mostly if you have if you have if you have an idea of what what's going to happen, because if, when you don't know what's going to happen, that's even scarier. But if you know what's going to, it can even be more scary depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. But how oh, that would. That would suck. It would, I would. I don't know if I would have been here. That, because you think about baby rattles, latch on, and they just drill venom into you. How potent rattlesnake venom? Huh? How potent is rattlesnake? Venom? It's pretty potent. Most baby rattles, but but baby rattles will continue to release venom, as the Pick older ones are more. They are likely to attack, and allow the venom to do its job. Baby rattles don't because know they that. Don't have the, they don't have the, the, the knowledge yes. to, to control their venom. Exactly. That's interesting. Sucks, though. But so, but I mean, yeah, it, I mean, I probably would have been helped because, you know. Well, you had someone nearby. And, yeah, you know, somebody could have called 911. I could have been saved. Who knows? But I mean, but like. Still, the, that's still like a traumatic possibility that could Yeah, happen. that was a traumatic possibility that could have happened, yeah. But, oh, God, that's crazy. Huh? That's crazy. It is crazy. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. You never trust me. You never. You know, a lot of people. A lot of people say that that they don't know what tale to tell, but they're, they. Everyone has something. You never know what it might be, and it can. Sometimes you'll be surprised what people come up with. So yeah. Like, like honestly, I would not have even known all the.
you decided to play one of the games, but I brought out another one because it's kind of similar to the other one. So we're going to be playing two games today. So we're going to be playing Would You Rather and Inheritance. Uh, for anyone listening, like always, Would You Rather, I'm going to be putting her into two different situations where she's going to give, be given two different scenarios, and she's going to have to um, let us know why she would choose one over the other. Does that sound good? Alright, sounds good, hopefully. <laughs> there are easy ones. Let's find out. Okay. What the heck? Okay. Hmm. I wonder if it's going to be okay for him. Alright, so why don't you go in the other room? Just in case. Okay. <laughs> Just because he's not quite sure of the appropriateness of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's begin. Alright. Alright, here's your first situation. <clears throat> Would you rather be deeply indebted with mobsters... They also have lightsabers for some strange reason. <laughs> or have your firstborn, your child, be raised by baboons and be returned to you at the age of 13. Now think about this and kind of let me know why why you would choose one over the other. You know, you can, t you can talk it out loud. This is an um. audio platform. Oh, if you have any if you have any if you have any questions I can elaborate on some of these. Would I be able to visit my child if she was raised by baboons? Yes, you get weekly visits. Yes, I get weekly visits. Okay. <laughs> this sounds a, like a jail cell. <laughs> um how how long is from I guess from birth from the moment I gave birth to the moment she goes to the baboons, how long do I have a period of do I get to breastfeed her till that time? Let's say your child, she's what now about? Seven. She's, she's so she'll say, be in July. So say for some weird reason at this moment she is like young. <laughs> let's, let's go with that. Let's go with that. At this moment she is just, okay honey, you're going to have to live with this family baboons. Let's go. Let's go with that because that sounds a little bit more rational right now. Okay. Because um, she she is your firstborn. So mm -hmm. let's go with that. Let's go with that. At this point, my one and only. <laughs> so let's go. With, let's go with that scenario. Okay. And how much I'm in debt with the mobsters? Am I able? To... <sighs> Reasonably good. Like okay. like you, you messed up a lot. Okay. Damn. Do I ever seem to? Am I on good terms with the mobs? I guess the mobsters. For the most part, but one moment. You will get your hands like slice off with a lightsaber. Oh. They're not. They're not kind. Oh, well, so kind of debate, debate it, and kind of tell me why. Why one seems a little bit better than? Why would one seem better than the other? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this. Like, I think I'm a sexy bitch, so I still have. I could get my way around the mobsters. 
sleep with one of them or whatever. We'll go sleep with the next and then like turn little it on little, them. Little by little, just like. Yep, just turn them on each other. So that way it keeps the uh, eyes off uh, off my uh, debt. And then the kiddo, I don't know. I would, I, as being 30 and wanting to be more out, going out with my friends and stuff, even though we are now called legal obligations with, you know, homes and debts and all that shit. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I, <laughs> that wouldn't mind dropping off and then hightailing it out to whatever I want to do. I still want to go travel, so, but she, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I really am torn. I don't know. Maybe with a large debt with lobsters. At least I would have nice shut. <laughs> <laughs> sure. like, yeah, make another loan, please. <laughs> All right. So what is your what is your final option? Oh God, I don't know. Like I said, I'm torn. Yeah, I need an answer. Oh damn. That's how this game show works. I know. Remember, um, this is a game. So go ahead and. I'm gonna have to say being in debt with the monsters. I can't give up my ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love her, and some days I hate her. That's, that's normal. Normal. Love-hate relationship, y'all. Okay. Alright, so you're indebted with the mobsters now. Alright. Is this is the second part that's going to go and tell with the mobsters being in debt? So, let's go with our second situation. So here are the two scenarios. Would you rather be widely regarded as the stupidest person in the world... Or, everyone you don't want to see naked is always naked. Oh, God. So, so if you have any questions, let me know. And I can elaborate a little bit more. Kind of like we did. So, the people I don't want to see are naked? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, anyone you don't want to see naked is always naked. Damn. Um... And in, in this situation, I would, I, would, I would say it's like a, a magic guy. Okay. So, like, they, they're still wearing clothes, but in your eyes, they are completely naked. So. Oh. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's some people I just don't want to see. I think they would look ugly naked. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> okay, then, then flip that. So, how about the other option? I know I'm not stupid. That's the problem. I don't know. Maybe I'll just do that because then you get away with a lot more shit. <laughs> I don't know. You, you wanna be... <laughs> oh, she's just stupid. She doesn't know what she's doing. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> I don't know. That's debatable. I don't know. What? Come on, elaborate. You know, if you were... Okay, like... Okay, so the magic guy... It's like can you you can't turn it off so no you yeah. and, and so I, basically everyone would be naked in front of me everyone or do only just, people you don't want to see naked oh god so if you uh, want to see them naked you can't which is an interesting idea oh yeah then you can turn it off that way essentially I want to see them naked I think that'd be hot and then <laughs> automatically that's all you start thinking about and then it automatically yeah, then, then your mind staples skew a lot <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, now I'm kind of actually thinking about it, like, the way this is questioned, everyone you don't want to see naked is always naked, then, then I would say the flip side to that is the people you do want to see naked for some reason are closed to. Yeah. Oh, that means if, like, you were trying to have sex with them, 
Yeah. You wouldn't be able to see them naked. That would be a that's bummer. That's so weird. Now that, <laughs> I'm going to add that. I'm going to add that to that. Because that, that sounds, it's even more debilitating on top of that. <laughs> so, okay. So that's the, the situation on that one. Now, as far as the, the, the stupidest person, that, that is a whole, like the world sees you at that. It's a, yeah. it's. It's, it'll affect a lot of your jobs. I, yes, oh my god, yes. Especially with my field of working, you have to be somewhat smart to do this shit. And um, the way the, the state sees you and things like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so kind of give me give me an idea, think it out, and then let, let me know what your, your final thoughts and answer will be. Uh, I don't know. I, the fact that I wouldn't be able to provide for my own kid, oh, oh god. Oh, shit. And you can't, if you're having sex and you can't see the kid, <laughs> you're person who's having sex, but you can feel it, that'd be weird. Exactly. I know, right? <laughs> that'd be weird. Oh, you're clothed. Oh, but like, you feel, oh, okay. <laughs> That's an interesting twist. I don't know. Maybe I'll do that one. I think that'd be an interesting one. All right. So, final, final? Yeah, I don't think I could do this, being the stupidest, because the jobs, I mean, I like to be financially supporting myself. <laughs> Alright, now you have the magic eye. I <laughs> <laughs> wish I could see you naked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. Burn. Ouch. That hurts, guys. That hurts. <laughs> hey, you said I have the magic eye now. <laughs> That's true. This is why I don't do in studio stuff. <laughs> so, we're getting into the second game. The second game is called Inheritance. It's kind of like Would You Rather. I'm going to give you three different situations, but I'm going to be offering you money, and I'm going to see if you're willing to take that money with uh, a curse applied to it. Okay. So, let's get started. Huh, okay. Okay, um, I'll start with a, a, a decent amount of money here, because I vary this depending on the person. Okay. Uh, depending on the scenario, I, I can't go up. I'm going to offer you half a million dollars. Okay. Half a million dollars, but whenever you misspell something, a porn star takes your mother on a nice date. <laughs> well, thank you for autocorrect. I'm okay with that. <laughs> My mom on a date with a porn star. That I'm sorry, I can't imagine that. Because <laughs> my mom hasn't dated in over 15 years. So, would you take the half million dollars? Sure. What the hell? I think it'd be funny. My mom needs to spice up her life anyways. <laughs> shout, shout out to your mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. <laughs> She's making money off you at this point. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna up, up it up a little bit. I gotta up the ante, okay. I'm gonna give you two million dollars. Oh, okay. Two million dollars. But, whenever you play a game, the building you're in catches on fire. Oh. 
game? A game, you said? A game. But I don't play games. So, would this apply? It's just a game. It's in the game that the fire will go off. No, you, you, you're whatever building you're in at that moment when you're playing whatever game. So, whatever game I'm playing, the house of or the, the building. Home, the building and going flames. Two million dollars, I'm offering you. <laughs> you no, it's all. I'm giving you cash. This is just a curse that doesn't apply it. I, I wouldn't take it. It's not even worth it. Because I like to. Especially these board games, card games. I do play a little bit when I do. I don't know if I could give it up. I, I mean, I'm such an old school person. I go on my Cuban Parcheesi, so. For me, the button to go down, I just would. That would be a buzz, buzz kill on so many levels. I mean, how many drinking games would be so ruined because the house would be on fire? I can't. Don't invite Liz. <laughs> the place will literally go ablaze. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna take the money. Mm -mm. No, money? Right. no money. I like games too much. <laughs> I like my enjoyment. One day you're at the mall. You're just playing Ice Spy. No! <laughs> exactly! Oh, man, I'd be known murderer. <laughs> They'll have to lock me in a box. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna give this the final offer. Okay. And this one's worth. Let's go with 50 million. Oh, really? And we're up in the ante now. 50 million dollars. Okay. <clears throat> but, anytime. You walk up a, a set of stairs. Your great grandparents and grandparents' ghosts appear and convey their deepest disappointments. Okay, so my grandparents and my great grandparents. Oh, interesting. I don't know any of my grandparents, so that would be interesting. I mean, I met one until I was age of two when she passed away. Huh. Huh, I don't know. That might be interesting. <laughs> Disappointment at me? Well, I live on a flat story. I don't climb stairs that often, to, even in work. <laughs> so, to, to elaborate on the stairs, I'm gonna, you know, there's a step sometimes. We won't count that as there. Any stair will be considered anything beyond two steps. I don't even do two steps into my own house. So, I don't think about it, though. The only stairs I would do is uh, if I was going to visit my brother's house, uh, apartment complex. That's the only stairs I'd do. I don't know. I might take that. Yeah, they could yell all their disappointments. The the old school, old age. So my grandparents were alive. They'd be in their hundreds. Yeah, they don't know what the decade or the era they are with me. Man, yeah, screw them. <laughs> I, I'll take that fifty mil. <laughs> like, if you're just walking one day and like. I'm so disappointed in you. Kids these days, like, they don't understand. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand. I would say that to them too. <laughs> My grandparents. Oh god. Oh wait. Yeah, I would have gotten some stairs up to go into your place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, you gotta. Live there. You have to hear their voice. Like, I know. I know. You told me already. I got things to do. Like, remember, I'll be back. Hey, you look good for your age, by the way. Tins. Tins. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't really because I don't climb a whole lot of stairs. So I'm, I might be golden on this one. Alright, 50 mil? Yeah, we gotta take, take it. She takes it. So you make your way out with 
And there goes all of the money to investments. You are now haunted, and your mom goes on dates with porn stars if you accidentally misspell anything or type anything wrong. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> That'd be interesting doing that at work and my mom going on dates. Like, I can tell this to my mom. Duh. <laughs> That's more of a that's more of a superpower at that point. <laughs> Mommy pisses me off, I'll get laid. Click. <laughs> Damn. That's how you get revenge on your mom. <laughs> but there you go, that's the game show portion of the <sighs> I hope you had fun. That was, that was very actually pretty intriguing to hear your thought process on some of those you were putting some interesting scenarios. Yeah, of course. So mm. this is the this is the point of the podcast where I usually just tell my guests like you can let them know, let them know where they can find you. But you, you're really pretty um, hidden in the the world of the internet. But yes. You can let you can you can kind of spout anything you like at this point. It's just your time to spout anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hate Trump. <laughs> uh, don't think we're federal workers when we work in a pharmacy and retail of all things, people. Please, for the love of God. Single parenting is hard. Don't say it easy. There's nobody helping me do chores and help parenting my kid at the same time. There is nobody. My mom might watch my kid for a couple hours of the whole day. Not really. No. Still hard. Um, <clears throat> dating sucks. And being single is pretty amazing right now. And... <laughs> Uh, go get your kids vaccinated for the love of God. Measle outbreak. Oh my God. That's a whole other topic, but we can talk about that another day. Is that? I'm sorry, but I've had the measles and I'm. Alright. <sighs> Thank you for sharing the, your final statement. Actually, the final statement's actually pretty good. I should probably add that to my, my list of stuff. Okay. That, new, new idea. New idea. New ideas. <laughs> but, <laughs> So I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen to us ramble on afterwards. And we got to learn a little bit uh, about the, the pharmaceutical industry a little bit. Thank you for that. That's, yeah, no uh, problem. You never know. But, There's more more knowledge on that side. Well, well, we can have you back as a, a guest another day. Sounds uh, good. So I would love to. So once again, thank you guys for listening. You can always find you can always get in contact with me on Instagram and Twitter. You can always listen to this podcast on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about anywhere um, podcasts can be found. Like always, thank you guys for listening. Until next time. See ya. See ya.